Mm, welcome back. Yep, yep. All right. That's Maritha Franklin in the background. Mm-hmm. The original Queen of Souls. Is it Queen? She's the Queen of Souls. Absolutely the yeah, Queen. So I believe that's your, that's that's your beer. beer. This is my beer. beer. We got... Uh, Beers Are we fighting right? over the beers? No, we're, d- no, we're the opposite. No. We're doling beers out. We have more beers than we need. Mm-hmm. Yes. No need to we're fight. We're being very adult about this. It's like the coasters. They are. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of these uh, beer towels here. Yeah. We've had these on the show for a while. And yeah. Ger- I generally Takes speaking, care of the I, condensation. I really, this is my favorite, the okay. Newcastle. I didn't know that. Now I'll give you the Newcastle. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I love it, man. Thank you so much. We got much. a couple of Guinnesses and a Newcastle. We need to get some Mayday bands up in this Oh, dude. If we can get a Mayday beer towel, I'm all about it. So, uh, some yeah. Do you want to, um, do you want to do this little, little beginner shot we got here? Yeah. Puerto Rico. What do I got on um, my We got, Puerto well, Rico. me and Chris are doing a little of the uh, Hemingway's Pilar rum, my yes. favorite. Uh, smells and fucking delicious. Indeed. And uh, our I guest like is uh, doing a little bit of Gentleman Jack. Oh, the classic. Both hey, classics. cheers, guys. Salud. Salud. Here's to a... Well, we'll get to that later. Mm. <laughs> Babe, you didn't have to do that whole shot. I'm actually sipping on mine, man. That's some good-ass rum. I'm taking yeah, my time. It is. I just poured myself a little one-sipper because I knew I didn't want to get I can see Hemingway sipping on that. Yeah. A cigar. Man, the... Uh, Playing with his, was it six toed cats? What's the five? It was six, the six toed. There's a name for that. There's a cat, like a a special Hemingway cat, cat, yeah. And I think they still run rampant in Key West. Mm -hmm. Cats and um, chickens. If you ever go to Key West, there's chickens everywhere. You know, you'd think there'd be cat and chicken scraps all the time. Mm -hmm. Like scraps is in fight. I can imagine. It's a polydactyl cat. Polydactyl. (laughs) Look at that. We should have you on the show all the time looking up information for Does us. Poly Listen, mean six? Google I mean, is a beautiful thing. We need a producer. That's what we need because I can't run the show and be, you know, yeah. have my hilarious bombast and look up things. Hey, what's he has gr- to be his whimsical, tangible self or Tangi- non-tangible. Tangential. <laughs> Genteel. Mm, tangential. So, uh, do you guys ever do that thing where you watch a movie or something and like, your inner dialogue is changed for a day or two. I, I know Because you take do. on the persona. <laughs> I do. I take on the persona. I do that with books. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do that every time I watch a chick flick. There you go. I superimpose lots of romance onto Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what is this? You know, I watched, <laughs> I watched this video the other day. And it was something about like... Uh, Mary? It, 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 was <laughs> it was some woman... Uh, it was not someone I can't remember what she was Easy this lady Trump. some I woman I didn't, I didn't mean to say it like <laughs> that actually it was this lady I apologize and she was saying something about you know if you like because I used to love chick flicks as a dude I know that's weird but I would go back she was like maybe it was a stand up comedy she was like it's amazing how how stupid these fucking girls are in romantic comedies or how gullible and like he's like if you really go back and you watch it's like it's these dudes they putting these the women through ass shit. For doing that. You know, kick yeah. the guys' ass. It's like, why are they? It's like, who are these girls? You know what I'm saying? They're not my fucking friend group. They're just you know taking it. No, like, that's not gonna happen. Know, you, know also, I mean? you wouldn't get away with that, especially if they're over 25. <laughs> any girl that's worth her fucking salt's not gonna put up with no shit. Oh, you know? Also, Absolutely anytime not. I've ever bumped into a chick on a busy sidewalk, I've never. It's never turned into a long-lasting romance. Right? It's, it's can I buy you another coffee? She's like, no, just just go. Just like, <laughs> it's always it's a, it's a lot of cursing, just keep a lot of name calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that or that wonderful like, maybe once or twice in my entire life, if ever, 
where you walk down the street and you make eye contact with it. You know that whole in like yeah. movies and they just oh, look yeah. back at you. That shit never I can happened. handle you for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Although it didn't make And then I'm good. So it what's your favorite chick flick? My favorite chick flick. Oh my god. Okay, overboard. Overboard. That's a good overboard. One. That That's was a really old school. Yeah. Yes, because Goldie she jumped. Hawn, right? Yes. Yeah. You know how she jumps in that full golden like ball gown yeah. into the ocean and uh, off a yacht. I just want to do that. Yeah, I want to do that so bad. I would. Do it's like that. a lifelong dream of mine. I have to be honest. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now you know we know something. Yeah. Deep. That's now deep on her if bucket we, list. Next time we're on a yacht, I'll just I'll be like, hey, hey, honey. oh my gosh, <laughs> yachts are, are so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As see, but if, if that was the, I wish I could afford one. If that was the opposite situation, a though, she would just be uh, she would just be pushing me off the boat. Right? Like, She's like, what? No, I was talking about like, he, never mind. <laughs> it's past. He's like, never mind. It's past. You're not gonna get it, man. So, what, so what about some classic uh, 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 Harry Matt Sally though, right? Or um, uh, what's the one with the, the Seattle? Oh, Sleepless in oh, Seattle. That's the one. <laughs> so good. When I, that movie comes out, I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm yeah, I know there's some big ones. That's nice. That or Moonstruck. Oh, it's so good. oh, yeah, Moonstruck. There's some good ones out there. I just man. said that they don't, very they don't Minnesota. They don't make rom-coms like they used to. They you ever notice rom-coms are pretty much like straight to Netflix or, ni- or yeah, Lifetime? Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Um, who was the king of the rom-coms for a while? It was the the male at the lead. Uh, it was uh, the was British it? guy that got. Uh, he got in trouble for um, getting a hooker or Hugh something. Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Rom-coms, yeah. by the way, for listeners, is a romantic comedy. I'm I mean, this education, might be guys. something you get an that people need to know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So <laughs> speaking of what sharing buzz, man. Hey, dude. Speaking of sharing buzzes, we got some beer coming out. We do, we do. Let's yeah. let's let's start the let's show real that. quick. Let's, let's uh, do that, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls. Coalesce, cogitate, cavort with us. This is share your buzz episode one hundred and forty-two. And uh, I'm Tony. Uh, that's Chris. beer for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, we have a guest in the house, so we will get to in a second. And actually. Technically, I always have this guest in the house. (laughs) 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 You know, you could have kept a little mystery. That was a groaner foul, I think. (laughs) You could have kept a little mystery there, Tony. So, um, but no. (laughs) She needs to feel like this is, she's on a show. This is like, you know what I mean? Like, she put a fucking beautiful dress on here. I know. Tony finally put a button down. We're good to go. Mm -hmm. We're just, let's do this. So, thank you. um, Before we jump off into our guest, thank you to Mayday Brewery. As always, uh, that's. Maydaybrewery.com, 521 Old Salem Road. Uh, go out there every Saturday to hit up Ozzy and check out. Ozzy told me the other day that now with their expanded taps, um, they're constantly brewing. He said you can go there once a week and get new beer. Yep. They always got something coming out. Yep. And he has a fantastic mustache. He does. He does. It's on the, the logo. He has sometimes, a fantastic everything. Though. I sometimes when I'm I've speaking to Ozzy, I'm just staring at his mustache. <laughs> mesmerized by the mustache? <laughs> I like mesmerized. I'm mesmerized by his abs. He dude, came in half I was like, dude, you you're making me look like an asshole. I am, he has fantastic he abs. He does. He, he, he like, and doesn't <laughs> like, work out at all. It. He drinks all the beer. And <laughs> he I'm like, way more beer than I'm like, He might just never eat. Who knows? Yeah, but that makes for a terrible situation. The stress of running your own business. You never have a day off when you run your own business. What's crazy is I know Ozzy is stressed. He's conversed this to me. He's stressed because owning a business is stressful. And he also, you know, he, it takes a lot to make beer and, and to make it, it successful. Does. And these guys are working their ass off over there. Mm-hmm. And so, and yeah, it is stressful. Beer. And I, yes, it's a fantastic beer. And I hope you guys appreciate that. I'm just saying, man. He's stressed, but but here's the one thing about it. When you meet Ozzy, you wouldn't know. 
You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't know because Ozzy, he's he's a classic. He's the dude. He's the dude. Yeah. He's a he's fun guy. Dude. And he always he always wants to make people feel at home. Indeed. At, 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 and when you go brewery. to the brewery, you are part of the family. Everybody there knows each other. It's a good time always. They have something going on not only every weekend. On the weekends are their big parties, but they have something going on every night of the week pretty much. You got uh, goats. Cool. goats. You got Pick goats. goats man. For real. Uh, and <laughs> speaking of weekends at Mayday Brewery. If you want to set the date for September yep. 22nd, mm-hmm. me and Chris will be out there recording a podcast from the brewery uh, about 4 p.m. Um, go ahead and put that on your calendars. And we were go- are going to be releasing our first ever collaboration with Mayday, yeah. the Share Your Buzz Coffee Stout. Yep. It's it's stout. It is. It's got a little bit of, little bit of something in there for you. That's it. That's all we got on that. <laughs> Make sure you order your Ubers and your Lyfts yeah. ahead of time. Yeah, that's it. Because it's pretty strong. Because if you're going to drink a beer called Share Your Buzz, then... Uh, you're going to get buzzed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ozzy made sure of that. For sure. So thanks, Ozzy. Thanks to Mayday Brewery and everybody out there. Shout out. Kelsey and everybody running the... Uh, making the beers. Mm-hmm. So... I always forget the the, the, her, the publicist. No, we don't mean the publicist. The one that... Uh, Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. She works her ass off, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, she is all over. Yeah, in fact, she hooked us she up. She went beast. and did all the stuff for the merch we're gonna have out there. Ozzy got us some Share Your Buzz pint glasses. Yeah, baby. That we're going to have available on that day, September twenty second. Come out and get your limited run. There's only like seventy of them. And I will have one of them. Yes. So. There's like so. sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> Tony will have one. There's sixty eight. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Ozzy will have one. <laughs> There's yeah. sixty seven. I'll be drinking my lemonade in the mornings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. AKA out get of the Sherry Buzz pint. Saturday and get your Sherry Buzz pint, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So we'll glass, be so. happy to give those out to you guys if you want to come get a Sherry Buzz beer and support yes. the brewery yes. and the podcast. Um, ask for it. Wherever you go, don't be afraid, man. That's yeah. how they. That's how you spread the word. You so know, I, I went to my favorite, our favorite cigar bar in town, Primings. I, you know, I told them about Ozzy, told them about the beer, and now they got it on tap. Tell you what. So you have to go in there and ask for it. If you go somewhere and they have one that, and maybe it's not your favorite, rem- remember they have 24 taps. They make 24 beers. Ask for the one you like. Yeah. If that's how they know what you like. All right. So our guest, if you guys, you remember her voice, you know her voice. And you know her singing voice. It's amazing. Way back, what was it? I'm trying to think of the episode awesome. she was on. It's it was definitely before the 100. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, after definitely. the 100 yes, party definitely. afterwards. It w- was it in the 70s range? It had to have been. 70s, 80s. I think it was in the 90s. I'm, I'm stalling so I can 90s. look it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, we got Faith. We got Faith, Faith Kelly. Faith Kelly. Sorry. I'm That's full. me. Y'all. I'm so used to just calling you Faith now. It's, it's, it's all good. It was episode 93. 93. You right it before. It was called Delightfully Out of Hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were delightfully out of hand. Yes, we were lost in the labyrinth abyss. Yes, leave it to me to bring Oh, that's right. That's when, I, that's when I got lost on the way to the bathroom, coming back from the bathroom. That was a but really cool But I have to cool say, they have some really great rehearsal rooms, Hello, and they've always done me well. So shout out to Diamond Sound Studios. It's always there for me. Shout and I there appreciate is you. Keep there shining, is baby. a reason why you're on the show tonight. Sparkle. We've been hearing about this for a while. I've been teasing it on the show once in a while. So it's finally here. The single? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm like hoping <laughs> that I know what he's talking about. That's really funny. He's like really working it's it. It's finally here, honey. It's um, finally here. Yes, it is. I have a new single out called Get a Hold of Yourself. I wrote it with a really cool cat called Russell Somer. 
and um, he couldn't be here with me today, so we uh, we got together and uh, recorded some stuff so that we could uh, have a little music on the show. But definitely, uh, he's like my brother from another mother. How'd you run across Russell? Wow, you know, that was funny because I think, Tony, weren't we out at Mickey's that night? And I had just met Luke, which... Well, what happened first? Lucas. Luke. Lucas. I don't know if it goes by Lucas or Luke. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, one of Russell's friends, Lucas, actually lived in Bransford House. And Tony was like saying hi to Lucas. And then Russell Sommer, I recognized him. We were in From a couple of places. Well, before that, he was our Uber driver. This one is day. what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it was a lift. But yeah. anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I know Russell Sommer from being the sound engineer for Whiskey Bent, which I cocktail waitressed at for four years downtown. Yeah. And uh, at the tail end of my career there, if I want to call it a career, but yeah. At uh, the tail end of my years there, I met. Over threes, you know, it's yeah, it's you know, it's a, mini it's, it's, it's a substantial so. amount of time, my friend. Sure, it holds you. Anyhow, you've changed in that period of time. It's fine. Yeah, you grow, you learn, and uh, he had just come in from you know New York, New Jersey area, and definitely, um, you know, we hit it off because I lived for three years. Um, in the New, Nor- New York, New Jersey area. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I had my apartment out in Union City, which was right across from the Lincoln Tunnel oh, of yeah. Times Square. So I worked on Upper West Side, and I came into the city every day. Not too fancy. <laughs> it was very fancy. Anyway, it was cool. I was in my 20s. I had a great time. Um, I had lots of really expensive martinis with my girlfriends, and sure. I had plenty of good times. Did you have plenty of late night slices on the way home? From oh my gosh, yes, the and they're always <laughs> 99 cents, and they're as big <laughs> as your head, and they taste great. I want one. I know, come on. Can I get a little great. red pepper flake? <laughs> it always has that like crunchy, <laughs> like, um, you know, maize. Where it's, like been, where it's been sitting under the red lamp, just waiting for your drunk so ass to good. get It's so good. It's like crunchy crust, yeah. you know, it's not like that, like, doughy kind of too soft yeah. kind of crust so we're talking about romas hey, sorry they don't cook their pizzas long enough i always <laughs> said you know what there's been times when i've ordered romas i'm like romas i'm sorry uh, uh don't Dolce you Vita, where i'm like dude can you cook it for like two maybe three more minutes yeah. you know what I'm or saying? like pre-cook sorry. the crust yeah just you know, like pre-cook it a little bit before you put like the toppings yeah, on but anyway i don't know anyway we kind of got right. off the tangent anyway yes, i met uh russell like officially at Mickey's when he was there with Lucas, and we were all there. You were there, Chris. Was I? You were there, yes. Awesome. See, and Tony was there, and we were all great. drinking. And I think was this after we went and saw Charge the Atlantic? I'm it pretty sure. Probably was. It's ringing a bell now. Yes, and they were Mickey's. great. You they know were what's fantastic. Funny is I go to bars sometimes. I don't know the name of them. Great band, by the yeah. way. If you don't know who oh, they are, the make no, sure you check them our, out. Our listeners know. Okay. Well, if you're new, you have to know who CTA is. If you're new, welcome. Yeah, welcome and go check out CTA because they're a great bunch of dudes. I got a t-shirt, man. It's official. Oh my gosh, it has a good t-shirt too. It's nice and soft and everything. Fits so perfectly. Wait, how do you know how my t-shirt feels? (laughs) I've felt your t-shirt. T-shirt, bro. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we're out with Mickey's and we're getting to talk and we're like, hey, you also drove me and my boyfriend like lift one night and you used to work at the same place i did 
And hey, I didn't know you were from New York and play great guitar and like have the same mind as me when it comes to composition and like so blues was and rock. He in, in New York around the same time you were? I mean, he's from there. So Got he was you. there so all his life, you know. But, you know, he's a little bit younger than me. So I don't know if we, you know, uh, cross paths too much. But sure. it still yeah. is like, wow, this cat like just knows like my brain when it comes to like music theory and things like that. And if sure. y'all don't know, I'm super music theory nerd. Oh, We've had dis discussions. <laughs> like. I'm a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear the backstory for Faith, then go check out the other last episode she was on episode baby. 93 you can just go into our uh, website and type in the search bar and she'll come up faith mm -hmm. kelly mm -hmm. two e's yes two e's e-y it's a weird spelling but i kept it because it's irish it's not that weird and irish like to drink and we're normal. drinking some good beer right now this is like a pretty good beer yeah we're not uh unfortunately okay <laughs> we have i think <laughs> kelly i mean kelly <laughs> <laughs> Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly, can has, you hear me? Edit, has spilled edit. the beans. Unfortunately, we are not drinking Mayday beer right now uh, because we because, because we drank it all. Because we drank it Our all. fucking bands. <laughs> because it was Every so good. We, seriously, no. Well, I, I we don't drink them in between shows. At least I don't. No, we don't. Um, That's why they, we keep it at my house. I but, but would we get have in very serious trouble, just yeah. so you know. But yeah, because you know, I'm not about to make a bad day for myself. But when we, we have guests on. <laughs> They go they through them. They slay it. They yeah. love the beer. Yeah. Just saying. Anyways. Yes. Well, how can you not love Mayday beer? So, so it's you're co-writing this song, huh? I mean, so. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How'd you guys go from meeting in the bar and then realizing you knew each other to like, like what everybody I, does in Nashville? Hey, let's yeah. write sometime. Well, I think yeah, but definitely having those two connections, and then knowing that we both kind of have that New York mentality where it's like. The New one York thing that was awesome mind. about being in New York, yeah, New York state of mind yeah. was kind of like, hey. for instance, when you meet somebody for business and you're from New York and you give somebody your card, it's not like, hey, you wonder if maybe that card is going like, to even shit. come How out at all. Full shit, yeah. yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Okay, like, when are you working and can I come there tomorrow? And what can we accomplish right this week? Right like, it. let's get it done. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things, like, we even... You know, we've had a couple of writing sessions at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. And for a musician who like maybe is mixing sound till like four so in is the he morning. Pro? He does music for a living. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And um, I was there once, you know, and uh, I plan to get there again. Yeah, if sometime. you guys go back and listen to 93, uh, we, we talked about uh, Faith Kelly's uh, pr professional music career. Same. Yeah, it's back, it's it. had a lot of different shapes, but you know what I like about my music right now is like I'm having fun. I'm like doing what mm -hmm. I want to do. I'm making it count. And Every it time I do it, I'm making it count. Does it feel better like that though? It feels know? so much yeah, better. So that's where it's at. So much better. I mean, I used to be at like everything, every writers' night, every jam, every like thing, and all, all the little pointers. I wanted to be the perfect singer, you know. So I want I practiced every technique i like went to every workshop i did all of those things and you know the try 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 and it was like i just needed to like reach within and just be me can i show you a question well it is your show and this is an interview That's show true but you know i'm just <laughs> thank you <laughs> well i haven't said anything I'm all night so i gotta try you, to chime do in do you realize when people say can i ask you a question when I can obviously ask you a question, that that's, I'm trying to put emphasis oh, on something. Sorry. No, that's fine. I don't take a, uh, I don't you're a writer. Everything to me is sake. literal. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Um, having all those different, like like you say, you've you've studied different crafts. You've studied different ways to sing. I was a little bit confused. 
That's my question. <laughs> Does it? Do you ever? Do they fight? You know what I'm saying? Do Not anymore, fight? but they used to. Yeah. Uh, I think I found it took me a long time to find my sound. Found your voice. Wow, you know it took like, me forever. Um, yeah. I used to get a lot of shit for like the vibrato that I have in my voice. Mm-hmm. I used to get um, a lot of a lot of you know different pointers because I. I come from singers. I have singers in my family that also are country singers. Yeah. So it was like natural for me to fall into that realm. Sure. And it wasn't really who I was, but yeah. I didn't know that. I just was kind of like following suit. And I loved singing. I've always loved singing. And I still love those songs. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it was my voice. I can uh, appreciate a different genre without needing to kind of go there. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question like country music? And sometimes I wonder where country music and R&B, R&B sort of merges. Because let's say... I like know where it merges. So the runs that are in R&B and, and the yodel-ish thing that's in country, is that not sort of like the, you know, what's the yin and yang? You know what I'm There's saying? There's some similarities. You, know? explain sure. to, you explained to me one time what, yeah. the yodel, what a yodel actually is. What a is yodel is when you change registers without mixing it, without okay. blending it. You just jump from you one. You just jump from one register to the other. Like a lot of times people have their low voice, right? They have their low voice and then you have like your pop belting voice. Yeah. And then, I mean, of course there's more technical terms for this, but that's super boring. And then you have like what people call falsetto or your little whisper voice. Sure. So you move from those different parts of your voice without blending it. And like typically in all music, you blend that except for yodeling. Because a blue. See like what I mean? I'm so lonesome yeah. for you. Is that it? Yeah. Can, you, can you do it for us? Acapella. No. Please. Okay. Uh, uh-uh. okay. Because I'll I'm not a yodeler. But, but that is so very, very te- that's the technical term of it is okay. changing voice okay. registers without it's mixing skipping it. a bunch of steps, it's skipping right? all yeah. that stuff sure. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Whereas R&B, which is funny, is opposite because they do a lot of uh, what do you call it? They they go Run. in. You know the runs, runs are shit, all like stepwise motion, guys. Okay, uh, so if you think of so if you think of keys on the piano, mm-hmm. runs are literally all those little half steps in between. Or for Nashvilleians, yeah. imagine um, frets on a guitar. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, that's the difference in the two. But what I love, what I think really correlates the two genres is Kay. the blues. Wow, uh, sure. That to me is really. Like, I have an EPK on YouTube that kind of explains What's this. What's an EPK? Uh, electronic press kit. Cool. It kind of, like, lets you know what I am as an artist. Sure. And there I kind of speak about, like, all Western music comes from that blues mm-hmm. genre. Well, and it comes from that storytelling kind of place. Well, think about how many things have well. that in there. It's kind of like, um, it's the basis. It's the turkey of, of, of the music. Dinner, of the because it, dinner, th- think, about, like, think about a turkey. You go to a store. And th- I'm kind of ripping this joke off of a well, comedian, but you, you have like Sorry. turkey bacon, turkey mm-hmm. ham, turkey like well, there's, it, like you always everybody's trying to be turkey, but and in in, in music in music it's the blues like you have like blues rock, blues country, you can even have like blues hip hop, rhythm and blues. blues. Yeah, so there's like blues is like the base is like the 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 string that ties all the other genres together. I really believe that. I it's really good, really believe that. Analogy. And there's so many people that try to define the blues and there are things obviously technically that i can scales. relate that everybody can define blues by scales right yeah it's, it's like a you specific know scale, scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know but it's uh, different than even like classical music doesn't accept it though mm-hmm. they don't accept it you as an actual scale. even like a, like uh to bring it back to like nashvillian stuff like on guitar sure. pickers you 
a lot of Nashville guitar pickers can't play the blues because they're so used to playing the traditional scales, the uh, you know the, your your major scales that th they just don't know blues scales. It's a whole different set of. But it's not that far. It's not that so far say, to tweak know, it. Or they know them, or they just, they might know them and just not quite know how to use them. I mean, I'll tell uh, you one thing: a lot of country music comes from the one four five, and let me tell you, if you know the one four five, you can play the blues. No, you I just have to count five. bars past that. It's interesting, yeah. So I wanted to say one thing before we move on: that when she was talking about the technicalities of some music, I have been privileged to see uh, Faith jump on stage at some jams. And when she was talking about, you know, progressing past doing, like, the writer's nights and the jams and things like that, now you can tell when she gets on stage that the the level of performance or the level of stage presence that she has where she's able to just command people that she doesn't even know. You jump you, When you jump on, for people who don't know, when you go to a jam in Nashville or probably anywhere, but a jam is basically just a bunch of people that don't know each other getting on to play a bunch of standards that everybody knows how to play. So you're getting on stage with people that you've never played before most of the time, uh, played with before. And Faith just gets up there and just says, no, this is, she tells people, she points at you when it's your time to play. She knows when it's, like, she she uh, she uh takes command of I've the stage. I've seen her do it. Yeah, she does like, that. She'll, 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 she, that tells, she tells the rest of the band, like, because, I mean, I guess there's different ways of going about it now, but Faith comes, I, w I'm, I guess I'm jumping to conclusions here, but from seeing you perform, I can say you come from the, the school of where the uh, the band vocalist leader, yes. or the or the lead the, the lead singer is the band leader, so you get to you're 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 pretty much orchestrating. You're like a, the lead singer slash orchestra. Another question, spawning from Tony's. Mm -hmm. Thank uh, you for the spawning. compliment, by the way. Um, I what I gather is some of that has to do with unfamiliar familiarity. I'm a little buzzed with the band or the musicians you're playing with because we've had this conversation with before oh yeah sometimes sure. you're making a last minute change or or you're just now jamming Depends. with this guy yeah. and i've noticed like uh oftentimes then another thing is if you don't have like a solid consistent band it's like you have to direct these mm -hmm. motherfuckers you know and you I mean, gotta sorry, pick sorry to call you motherfuckers but no. you know yeah. cats you know what i'm saying yeah. you gotta like hey man like you gotta get to know you, you know it takes a while to get to know each other but you're playing this gig you're like yeah, I, I get it. I'm, pointing, I'm one of those way. people that if I'm for hire, and I've been a side person before, I've played keys and, you know, sang backups and things like that. Um, of course, later in the game, because it takes time to kind of build that, and I really appreciate side guys. The game don't change. All I'm <laughs> saying is, like, I really appreciate um, everybody who's ever been able to play you know play a tune for me and like just n i mean honestly i wouldn't sound the way i sound without their support sure. i wouldn't be able to well, do that and like being it's able to pick out who like who can do what too but like what i'm talking about for that I like I, I, i'm just I, I know they're amazing but it's it's familiarity i'm sorry yeah. go ahead familiarity I cut you off has I'm so sorry. a lot to do with it there's a lot of things like if i'm gonna style too what i kind of was getting at is when you're for hire you follow the money sure whoever's paying you is the That's boss Exactly. That's how it is. Yeah. So um, if I have hired a band, mm -hmm. I do expect to conduct the band. But doesn't mean I take advantage of that. I really appreciate everything that they're doing. But um, and I also feel like they do kind of depend on me. OK, well, what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know, because they are for hire at that point and they are expecting me to show them what what yeah. they want me, you know, what they 
uh, expect me to play or yeah. expect them and to that's play. Also, Excuse to me. give you more credit, there's a you have to be able to pick out uh, the strong on in the instant, especially when you're live, especially when you're playing with people that you're not familiar with. Pick out who can do what and, do and to make the music better. I s I've seen you on stage pick out one particular instrumentalist that you like that you that you knew you can play and you had a bond with that person and you went to that person when you needed them and then i've seen you orchestrate gigs where maybe you had a person in the band that wasn't as strong so you steered away from those kind of like you you know what you know what to do as a as a conductor you know what to do you know who can play what and whose strong points are what and where to point the people to certain things i think that definitely takes ears and it also takes just like an open heart to like listen to to your bandmates and you never want anybody to look bad. I, d I don't, it's one of those things that if one of us doesn't look good, none of us looks good. We're all there to support each other. Yeah. It has nothing to do with who is better or at a different level. Um, honestly, if we all look good, we all look good. It's and it's like really important for us to all feel great about our performance and to feed off of each other and like make that conversation happen. It's like a relationship, right? You want to build off each other's strong points. Absolutely. And, and hopefully, uh, when you know, if there's like in, when you're in a band and you know you're playing a song that might be heavy in, in a in a in a particular instrument or a particular feel that one person in the band is not good at, then you let them you, you steer towards the other people that can take right. over. You know, like uh, you know, like if I if I have too many beers and I need you to uh, <laughs> take care of the night for sure. me. That's like I mean. For example, there's been a number of times, and if you've played with me, you know, and if you're listening, you know, that there's been a number of times I've lost my place, I might have sang out of tune, I, no. you know, something happened, and the bandmates, because they know I listen to them and because they know I would never capsize them, they are saving my ass on the regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's one of those things that we save each other's ass. Yeah. It's, uh, that is beautiful. I think that's great. Sure. I think that's great. And, um, it, you know, nobody wants their bandmate to sound bad and nobody wants to sound bad themselves. So it just takes that, like, that, like appreciation of each other and you save each other's asses. Like, yeah all the time on the stage sure, yeah. if we all look good then we all look good and it's fantastic and we'll go have a great after party and have shots and hang out that's a cool thing about you know <laughs> jazz or, or when you get groups of people together that you know are, are a bit unfamiliar with each other it creates spontaneity you know what i'm saying sure it's it's wonderful man well you're a drummer so anytime that bass player is like okay let's go into double time that's a cool that's a cool thing, and that's like you give each other the look, and yeah. you just go there. Yeah, it's it's Chris's a conversation. Look, Chris's look is I'm too old for double time. No, oh. no, I love no, 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 I'm just messing with you. Oh. I'm just messing with you. Chris killed it. Ah. Side note, side note, Chris killed that as gig last week. Yeah. Oh yes. I still got the. Uh, I'm sure of it. I, I was not the there, but when I got home, Tony was like, "Oh my God, this was a cool night." Yeah, cool. that was a lot of fun. But came out too. So. Let's get back to the single real quick so we c before we go to break. Let's uh, talk a little bit about we left off how you and Russell getting together. So you guys decide to do this right. And uh, I can speak firsthand from uh, because I get to speak to you firsthand. Well, you, <laughs> you guys finished that song almost in one night. 
and you were so excited when you came back and to be able to see you oh um, man yeah sometimes you meet somebody that you that you click with right away and it works and we do so much we do so much we, we try so many things when you're in the business to like co-writing and different band members and whatnot and Sometimes you just meet somebody and you know you're on the same page musically and it feels so good, right? Man, it feels so good. feels so good to write with Russell. I think he just has such an incredible ear. He has a great like uh, sense of like when to go to the next section mm-hmm. and uh, when to like create some interest and the... Um, we just really smooth out together transitions really well, yeah. which are always the hardest part of a tune to write. I think sure. are the transitions, like how do you get from the chorus to the bridge? Yeah. How do you get from the verse to the whatever? Do we change field? Do we change key? What do we do? Are you, are you a fan of experimenting with like un- unconventional verse, chorus, verse, chorus stuff? Or sure, I mean, yeah. absolutely. In fact, my, my tune vein, there's a solo on the YouTube version. There's a solo right over the verse. Yeah. right off the top That's it's over the verse chords it's not even over the chorus chords yeah. and i love that yeah. and actually heck rivera played uh guitar on that and it was really amazing and yeah, he was a connection uh how i met andy gibson who now plays for tanya tucker so wow. he's doing a great job he's doing great so um i just think that there's been some really great connections between all of us and when it comes to Russell and I though we really got that like that classic rock like feel and we we like that's kind of emanating through all of our kind of sketches when it comes to it like our sure. prelim- yeah. preliminary ideas and we we just smooth the edges really easy together yeah yeah that's good I, I see what you're saying that definitely easier said than done oh yeah Especially so if you're just co-writing with someone. Yeah. It's different if you're in a band. Sure. It, and I feel like those things sure oftentimes is. do come a bit easier. Sure, because you have intuition between mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. for sure. And when you're doing just songwriting, it's like, okay. It can be rough sometimes. It can be, <laughs> and, it's, and it helps to, like you said, be on the same mental wavelength or, you know, same yeah. where you're at. I think you know. one of the best advices that I got when I first came here um, I had a friend, Renee, who is an incredible songwriter, and she said, don't write with everyone you have the opportunity to write with. True. Wait for somebody that you jive with yeah. and then write. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with Russell. You know, like um, Before Russell, I was writing uh, a lot with Shay Polemus, who's a friend of mine from college, and um, he's a co-writer on Vane, which is... Um, you know, until, you know, get a hold of yourself, which is the new tune. Uh, Vane has been kind of like the most popular one so far. Yeah. So, okay, before we go to break, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break. We're going to let you guys hear the tunes. And then when we come back, I want to actually talk about the tune. I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about the, the writing process of it. And then maybe a little bit about where, yeah. where you can find it, uh, you know, I, I'm interested in some behind the scenes stuff. Cause I got to see some stuff about, putting together putting it together and actually doing the business behind it the launch so but before we get into talking about the actual tune let's i want you guys to hear the tune so we'll take a quick break we'll let you guys hear uh faith and russell were cool enough to uh give us an acoustic exclusive so we're gonna play that for you guys and yeah i like the way this is because it's just like there's no fuss no muss right there's like no fancy microphones nothing like that it's just us hanging out and playing and some I like guitar that. i like that i, I I mean the 
I've heard the produced version and it's incredible. But yeah. I, but I'm a big fan of like guitar vocal, just like the way it was meant, the way it was written. Uh, I, I I love that. I, I love um like, you know we live in Nashville. We get to go to like a bunch sure. of these writers' nights and stuff. And at, sometimes I'll hear a song in a writers' night, and then later that person will cut it. Um, and it'll, I'll, I'll hear the album version, and I'll be like, man, I kind of liked it when you were just doing acoustic better. Like it's like sometimes a, a little bit of production can kind of kill it. And uh, so I'm pretty excited that you guys gave us a. Uh, acoustic version because I, I enjoyed hearing you guys playing it when I got to hear you practicing it. Thanks. So, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, hopefully it's a good enough tune that it sounds great in all arrangements. Mm -hmm. Sure. Let's hear it. All right.
Get it out, I guys. I like to make fun of myself on the mic. Uh, you didn't make fun of yourself. I thought I made enough fun of you. Hey, anytime I'm getting in trouble by my girlfriend, the fans love it. Because <laughs> it's usually my f- me fucking up. So, what are you going to do? Okay, so. Uh, right. <laughs> so. On that guys. note, welcome back, Sherry Buzzer. Welcome back. Uh, you guys just heard the tune. Thank you, Faith, for giving us that uh, little exclusive. Uh, uh, good tune. Yeah. Funky, so though. Funky. It was very funky funk. tune. Speaking of funky, we got a little Gentleman Jack here. I will probably not swig all of this back like the last time. Oh, I'm telling This is well, a tiny little sip. I'm swigging hey, it back. Hey, Faith, you better get a hold of yourself and not swig all this whiskey. <laughs> get a hold of yourself. Here's, here's, here's to getting a hold of yourself. The, the, <laughs> the new single. Mm-hmm. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. And, uh, I got to tell you, that shit is funky. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Compliments of my like amazing was, was musicians. There. Did you not notice me on stand? I was like, ooh, my head. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. help well, but bring out the It brings out the baby Groot in me. All right, guys. Salute. Cheers. Mm. You know, as much as I have been into the tiki drinks lately and the rum, you know, from, you know, uh, it's in my soul, but nothing like a little bit of whiskey to just. Bring you back home Ooh. again, man. It's like it's like home. It feels to like home. Nashville. That's Tennessee whiskey. Nashville. Can you sing? I do do a version of that. What's that? She does Tennessee whiskey. Oh yeah, definitely. Sweet. She does a sweet ass mashup. <laughs> Your hands warm as brandy. Is it glass? Is it glass of brandy? How do I stay stoned on no. your love? All of the, the time. time. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I love, yes! I love how he goes from rat. He's such a good singer. He does that rasp. Like, ah! I can't do it. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. So, since we're back well, now, you I guys. I don't even know why I did that. That was awesome. Hey, it's fine. It happened. Sometimes she just <laughs> randomly does that walking around the house. house. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> you know, she's you're the, like. You, she's you, getting out of the shower. Yeah. Hit, okay, hit, so hit like I, got my, Franklin. I got my Mariah Carey like kind of you know hand going like. So you know we we were talking like actually during one of the breaks and we were like man, like deserted island, like you're on a fucking island. Like what? You're on a n- like not deserted, not, it's, not it's, just it's island. It's, desert, it's not a fucking island. It's, it's, a, a f- it's I a, mean you're on an island where you, you hopefully you'll fuck something if you're lucky. A but. coconut. Yes. Maybe something. a palm tree. 
Because <laughs> it's easier to <laughs> reach. I, I see what you did there. It's a palm tree because you're fucking yourself on it. Yeah, you know. There are double conundrums there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's that. I don't know what's happening. But I was trying to say because you know we lost Aretha Franklin. Oh my and, God! Uh, I was crying for two days. Yeah, and I, as a singer, and as a singer who, or one who, has studied, you know, the different various uh, wow. arts of singing. I mean, obviously, you've done some soul. Wow, uh, you know, soul you know. came a bunch later. Okay. Uh, but Aretha is so a legend, and was a legend, you know, long before leaving us. I mean really a bunch of these ladies came from church mm-hmm. you know they came from gospel music and gospel music you know you just don't hold back sure and i feel like r&b is kind of like that there's so much space to work with there is and, and you we just do earlier, what you right? feel we were talking runs earlier right yeah it's like going yeah. up and down the piano with yeah. your voice yeah that's what it is so uh, obviously i know you're 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 an aretha gal Oh yes. So what? What's <laughs> where, like if you got to go to a track <laughs> like you just like oh okay, I, I know need which one. I need okay. Let's hit hit hit, hit us with it. Let's see My favorite is Think. Okay. I mean, call it cliche, you know, because it was in the Blues Brothers, all that sure. kind of stuff. But that's even actually, before that, that's been it was like, an that's amazing in the track. Top hundred list of like one think, of Chris. Think about what you're trying mm-hmm. to do to me. Yeah. Oh, it's so everybody good. everybody knows that's a killer track. And what's oh, funny, it's killer, and they do it at a smoking speed. Like on the like movie soundtrack. It's you know what's amazing. funny is like the fact that you said I know it's the Blues Brothers. I've heard other people talk about it's that song. Think it's and, so good. And, and they always said I know it's blues, but they're always like, the why chef. is it a guilty pleasure that fact that the song oh, is man. the Blues Brothers? The I don't other get one it. that I love, and I did it at Gordon's. Um, the last two times that I played at Gordon's, I played Seesaw, mm-hmm. which Seesaw is an amazing tune. That also is incredible. But of course. You know, I just posted a video recently. It was um, uh, Aretha performing at the Kennedy Center. Mm. Uh, Kennedy Center. Was excuse it honors me. the Kennedy honors and all that? Honors like, for uh, um, you know Carol King, mm, who is the yes. writer of you know a Natural Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so f- for Aretha yep. Franklin to not only mm-hmm. come I'm out I and think perform I've it, video. I've, mm-hmm. s- I've seen this video, and they took it mm-hmm. off for a That's bit. The old, the there Obama. was like a copyright mm-hmm. issue after her death. There was a copyright issue. It disappeared what? from YouTube for a little bit, and then it came back. Mm-hmm. Somebody had Probably to pay Car- somebody. Is well, all I'm saying. Because Carol was like, "You better put that shit back on there." I'm guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Like the look on Carol King's face when Aretha Franklin sat down at the baby grand piano. And played the fuck out of that shit. Yeah, of course she did. And it made me cry. I was literally in the bedroom. Tony's at work. You know, I was Mm -hmm. like doing my... What I do when Tony goes to work in the morning is I watch TV. Like, that's my time to watch TV. That's That's my chill time. That's what it is. And so I don't go to work till like, you know, 10 or so Mm -hmm. in the morning. And so I have like some me time. Mm, I have some me time in the morning. And so I I either get some errands done or I chill and mm-hmm. i'm like watching this and i'm like literally there's nobody in the apartment and i'm weeping like a baby mm-hmm. like i'm weeping yeah. well you weren't like the only hardcore. one because if you pan over in that video there's like the, the obama was there and you see mm-hmm. him like wiping mm-hmm. a tear away man they, they were all so appreciative it was amazing a lot of people don't realize she's a talented musician like yeah. So oh, we yeah, just think exactly. of her voice. Yeah, exactly. She's not just a singer. Uh-huh. The way she played that mm-hmm. piano was like mm-hmm. killer. So would that would would she be on your uh, two 
deserted, deserted island picks? If you had to pick two artists to be on a deserted island mm. with? Definitely. Mm. But if I honestly had to pick two, on mm-hmm. like if I, being honest with my heart, I really believe Aretha would be third if there was an option to be third. Okay. The two that I would take with me, Okay, so for instance, if I was on a deserted island with a 2005 old iPod, you know, and I only had one of those like, you know, those charges for your chargers for your phone that like go to the battery and then the USB. Right. And I have a crate of batteries and this one little contraption. And that's what I have on my deserted island. I have no idea when I'm going to be. Um, what? Sh- wh- how did you get rested. stranded here with just a iPod and a box of batteries? That's all. I don't know. I'm th- I'm thinking a crate. Okay, <laughs> a crate like a crate. crate like I have a lot of There's batteries. Like a cargo cult of. Uh, beep, yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> right I mean, this is how it is. Like this is where the pallet goes. Thank like you, you very were much. D- like okay, hold on a second. Like you were just so you maybe you were deserted on this island first, and then flying overhead in 2005 was a crate of batteries on a plane. Yeah, and, and they that, accidentally and then, and dropped, dropped off. The crate. Yeah, so dropped now, it right okay, there. Have, yeah, okay. and then I have my set earbuds because who doesn't have their earbuds? Everybody past 2005 Five, to today. I mean, yeah. everybody has earbuds. Yeah. Okay. Wired earbuds that plug into your phone. I mean, 2005. We're talking those. I'm talking about the wiry ones. You know, it's fine. Anyway, if I had to. I would need two artists. I would need some Stevie Wonder. Mm. I we're, have we t- to we're have Stevie Wonder. Because when we say artists, we're talking full collection, right? You have access to the full I'm collection. I'm going with Let's yes. Let's go there. Okay, okay. Cool. okay. Cool. I'm okay. saying right. I have at least greatest hits. You know what I'm saying? No. I have yes. like the two okay. CD volume of Stevie Wonder. Okay. Okay. And then I have Etta James. Ooh. Okay. These mm. are the two that I have to have in my like psyche now, let me to ask be you normal. This. Let me ask you, how do you go about picking this? Is it based surely on what off the top of your head, like what you love, or like are, are you are you thinking like okay, I'm on an island. What am I gonna? What what's longevity like? Lo- logic lo- logically, what am I gonna want to hear? And what artist has the best? Um, I'm not factoring the island into my decision. I'm factoring it purely on music. Well, me the, too. these are the only two artists. And I'm you such get to a hear. sap. These are the only two artists you get here forever. So I want to yeah. pick. I want to pick an artist. Something you want to pick. You want to pick an artist with he a. Wants to with do a, a versatile one. A well, you want yeah a versatile artist so that sure. sometimes if you want to. Not hear, me. No. No. I don't know. I think maybe I'd just like me making up yeah, tiki Edda's versions on, Ed, of Stevie Wonder tunes in the middle this. of the coconut somewhere. Well, I mean, he Edda, has. Uh, I mean, he has okay, tiki Stevie's got like fifteen albums. Edda Edda is probably. I think I'm too close to this mic. I think I'm. Edda has sang on countless fucking albums. See, for me, I got to throw the Beatles in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I can understand I'm a huge Beatles that. guy, and plus, like, their spectrum of all their albums, you know, if I have full range of their music, yeah, that's going to satisfy me. My second one's hard plus to pick, Plus, they have though. such a large collection. They do, that's what I'm saying. Of different types mm-hmm. of, so when I'm really, honestly, yes. like, there's different eras of Beatles. Sure. Music. Be, but they only they were only the Beatles for like nine years, but they created so much craziness. Man, it, um, I can't even believe that. That know, like blows wild. my mind right there. It seems like 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking my the second one is the hardest one for me because I know I got to throw the Beatles in there. That's easy. I, I got that. Sure. Bam, we're good. The second one for me is so hard, though, because I do have to factor in catalog, right? Because I need something that's vast, you know? 
how but, how much volume you know, can you, you know get, what I'm saying? Right? Like, what can I get the biggest <laughs> bang for the buck? I, I, You're bargain shopping yes, at this point. It's so hard for me because there's a lot of of. of uh, this is not a finger hut ca- catalog, sure. sir. But <laughs> you know what's crazy is like I wish there was a top five because I gotta throw a little hip hop in there. Can I do top five? I, I, I wish there was top three. Top three. Because I, I, I gotta put yeah. some fucking outcasts. You know what in Chris there. did? Chris went online and looked up coupon code. I did. That's what he did. I did. Coupon, coupon. Did you say coupon? I said coupon. Two I think I think we got ones. You know is what? It a coupon or coupon? Can we you can't. It, it's a coupon. It's a coupon. Uh-huh. It's coupon. I think. <laughs> I think we should. I say you know coupon. What? Chris, coupon I, I want to. I like want Ray Poupon. <laughs> I, I know that you want to tell us all about your top five favorite bands. I will not. I'm not going there. I, was I think we. Need to, I, th- I think we should stick to the What's rules. What's Tony's though? The Tony hasn't told us what his choice is. Okay, so I got one. I got to pick it two. The rules were two. All right, I'm done. I got to pick it two. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, fucky, fuck, fuck. Um, sh- oh my gosh, this is really funny for you to say that so many times in a row. I know it's just it's I'm I'm this is so hard to pick it to. Tony's on a beer run. Um, sh- hurry up, he's back. Shit. Um, <laughs> so much pressure. Can I, just, can I go with a label? Can I go with a label? Can I go with Motown? Just anything Motown? Shit. I'll go with Motown Greatest Hits. There you go. Motown Greatest Hits. Motown Greatest Hits. Motown Greatest Hits. I'll go with Motown because I love that era of like... Ike and Tina Turner? So all of that. So if I can get a, if I can get a fucking box set of Motown's Greatest Hits... That's pretty good. That, that's pretty good. That'll satisfy that right. urge. We'll, we'll let and then that I got my rock we'll and roll with Speaking the Speaking of, I know a good documentary on that stuff. Okay. All right, Tony, you're up. You're I, up. I feel Chris on the wanting more than two because my my I I also would um go with Beatles as as Chris said, but I was thinking at first um Tupac and Jimmy Buffett. Mm. <laughs> mm. Opposite both ends great. of the spectrum. Yeah, but they're both this great. This is a true Gemini guy. Because, because I want to throw saying. hip hop in there too. Because I want to throw my fucking <laughs> outcast in now, there. Now the Beatles. Mm. Well, is, I guess maybe it's not opposites, but it, it's pretty. Here's wide. my here, here's my thinking. They're the Beatles. Close. The Beatles is my all time favorite band, and you would think I want their collection, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking longevity here. I'm on a desert island. I want something to pump me up when I want to pump get pumped sure. up. I want that. I want that. You know. Uh, the all exactly. eyes on me. I, I want you know you. all that. Yeah, that's why I, I love Beatles too. But if I hear "Yellow Submarine" sixty times, well, I might. I don't know. I might have a problem. That's, that's nobody no listens to that anymore. That no, might, nobody no listens to that anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little <laughs> bit buzzed. But my dad grew me up on the Beatles. Okay, that's pretty good. When I was young, I like those harmonies. I, I, re- I remember when I was a little kid. What did I want to hear? What's we your favorite Beatles? Underneath the sea, or like we all. I, my dad. I used to when I was a kid. I really loved the Yellow Submarine mm-hmm. and then and the land. All the, the trippy cartoon. And yeah, all, all that. that shit. But like as I got older, I really I was like, oh fuck. Well, they had see. to get into the music yeah. business somehow. Well, that was after they no. That was their rebellion period. Yeah. I mean, if you think oh, about yeah. it, no, they got into the they got into Revolvo- the business. Revolver was their real rebellion. That was. I mean, that was like it. the whole that was the start meat of it. cover, I mean, right? Like the cutlets of meat. No, no, revolver. That got recalled and no, like you're you're uh, no that was revolver. Well, Revolver was the uh, hand-drawn... Yeah, but that was only after the... That was re- after the recall. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. I guess you're right. I yeah. guess so. Okay. So but I'm saying, but that's what I guess... I guess I'll see, I guess my, you're right, my all-time favorite Beatles There's a good album? book called Revolver. Check it out. Check it out. Well, my, we still got to get to your number two. We do. Uh, I think I would go Buffett and, tu- and Tupac. Okay. I think... Uh, but <laughs> well, that's oh. technically three. No, I, I was. I would probably ditch the Beatles for and do Buffett and Tupac. Mm. Only okay. because... Uh, because uh, okay. 
Yeah. Although, yeah. what's your favorite Beatles tune? Yeah, okay. I mean, what's here, your favorite here, Beatles tune? Here's you the thing about okay. Can I can I make an argument? Can I make an argument against Tupac? Okay. Okay. My argument against Tupac is as as much of a fucking poet he was. It's so centralized the theme. Yeah, that's true. And so it's all bitches and hoes. Yeah, you're Kelly. so not. No, no, it's not bitches and hoes. It's bitches and hoes and equal inequality and like mm-hmm. suffering. Mm-hmm. But he and catalysted. S- but but I mean, things. but it's all essentially one theme, right? So it's like whereas the Beatles have multiple themes, whereas Live like by you the know gun, what I'm die saying. Die by the gun. And so I c- I could see that getting see really that. old. I'm I, just I hate, get that, but but there's sometimes though. But that's why. But I, but I also agree with hip hop. That's why I said Outkast because Outkast is one of those groups where they talk about multiple facets. Well, I think every genre of, genre of, has its own rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Like its own time. That's why people. That's why Outkast sold sold so many more albums than the True. Uh, so, so many I'm, other hip hop because so they were accessible because they. But talked if I was about on a desert island, and a wider subjects. audience. If mm-hmm. I was on a desert island. Once you got past the first seven days, you would never be fresh or clean. <laughs> so fresh and so clean, clean. Hey, but the first time I caught that fucking crab and hooked that shit up oh, on the you fucking be, fire, you I'd be, be like, fucking, so fresh oh, and so clean. Your boy just ate. Yo. You'd be like, where's the butter? Yeah, where's the My butter? My favorite Beatles album was never an album. My favorite Beatles album was that last rooftop performance they did that turned they turned to a live album afterwards. Don't let me yeah. down. From the first time, da, da. sorry, I was, oh my god, he's like Little trying mm. to sound like he's mm. on a psychedelic already. Mm. Yeah, okay, <laughs> can I say this though? Uh, from Malibu Blackout, we share vocal responsibilities. My bam. Uh, so we'll sing. Corey and I both sing on the same song. Like we share major responsibility on song. Hell yeah. Just like the Be- Beatles did. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So Lennon sang the verses. Like backgrounds and, are not in yes. the background. And then Paul yeah. McCartney it's sang together. the fucking chorus. I mean, they yeah. all sang the chorus, but it's no, really it. Paul yeah. McCartney's voice yeah. that stands out on that chorus. And so it's like, it's crazy, man. Like bands don't do that anymore. I love it. It's Fuck great. It. And yeah. The Beatles Actually, are the fucking best. I like how Chris My favorite. Go ahead. I was going to say Chris just uh, inadvertently brought us back to topic because now we're talking about the greatest songwriting duo in all mm-hmm. in all time. Let's since we just heard the single, yes, get, let's get, talk let's about how you guys actually wrote that song, <laughs> Get a Hold of Yourself and what it's about. That was a great tangent by the way though, guys. Sure. And yeah. that, th- those were those were faith notes. So we were out we were outside before the before the podcast started. She was like breaking up. So it's like, you know what? And we had a good conversation outside, and, and I'm glad it translated to the podcast. I'm hey, man, porch <laughs> talks, sorry. man. It's called I, porch I talking. Lo- I love porch talking, and I love tangents on this podcast. They tend to be the, probably the best part Ask of Tony podcast. I'm the tangent queen. This this podcast no. started from the porch. It it's was pretty literally much, a tangent podcast. Yeah, it was it was me and Chris saying, well, we have great conversations on the porch with our friends. Let's put it on Let's put it on tape. <laughs> That's great. And, uh, That's how it goes. And, uh, you know, if we ever do a – and now we've gotten – as as much as we try not to do this, we have we've gotten more pro- uh, uh, we've gotten more professional. Uh, Faith just tried to walk away from the with her headphones still on. I was molesting her MacBook. <laughs> I was like, I want one. You know, <laughs> you were kind of having sensuous feelings. I, on was, that I MacBook picked that thing. thing. I was like, one day. You were like, is this a pro? <laughs> I was like, one day I'll have a MacBook. <laughs> no, but man, but if, if we ever do a subscription service, we'll ha- we'll, we'll actually. Uh, Record our porch talks and sell that as part that, of that. I think that because honestly, I mean, there, 
I can I, I gotta tell you guys for all of you that listen to the podcast and there's at least we average a good 500 a week mm-hmm. so there's people listening there's people out there and we love you guys and I gotta say uh, on you sec- gotta say burp. and also I want to say that and then secondly I want to say and then thirdly I wanted to say Sorry, this is my podcast, by the way. <laughs> this is our podcast. I can fuck off. Sorry. Right. Faith, bear with me. I don't, I don't um, uh, But I was going to say, I wish I could express to you how much we lose on the porch. Yeah. We lose so much. We've had guests that have come in. We, we always do a pre-show sort of porch hang. We're hanging out on the porch. Porch-cast. And we talk about some shit. Dude, there's oftentimes we'll, we'll be on the porch and we will talk like, some we'll have like these amazing conversations, and what do I always say? God damn it! Why because are we not plugged us, in? I always say, why are we not plugged in? Even those of us, even me and Chris, who do this every week, we sometimes, like, when you get on mic, you you tend to take on a mic persona, and sure. you sometimes don't. You sometimes lose the, uh, you know, the 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 the, na- the, na- the natural naivety, flow like the na- of not me, yeah. fellas. Yeah. I'm always me. Natural mm-hmm. candor. It's yeah. like this sort of naive. It's like when. It's it's funny. Oftentimes we have guests and we get them on a, we get them on the mic and they shut down or yeah. it's like they're afraid. It's like, but of, oftentimes we will have these conversations in between segments, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I wish that was on the mic. You know what I'm saying? And so the idea is like Tony and I we're we're trying to like now that like when we have a guest over and we're chilling on the porch and they start getting some deep shit, we're like. Hold that thought. Yeah. Shut up. Stop right there. We're going to talk about that, that here a little bit. Speaking of holding that thought, let's get yeah, to our we're gonna guest. Get, we're going to back on Kate, Faith Kelly. So. <laughs> no worries, guys. So that song that you just heard a half hour ago, let's talk about it. <laughs> 20 minutes ago before we start rambling about whatever. Yeah, so I had some really great musicians on this. Um, wow. I had a, a bass player who's just awesome. He's actually you know, a guitar player by trade. Um, he goes by the name of Ziggy and he's played with me a number of times to where I just know he's going to kill it. And, um, he, I told him play all the bass notes there is, right? Cause it's a very funky tune. Don't you agree, Chris? you know, being a drummer. I do. I so do. it's very funky. I've, I've been expressing the funk since I heard it. And uh. I feel like funk is like a bass player's dream, right? It's like when you get to play all of the dream. notes. It's all about the right. rhythm section. All of the notes. That play Caribbean all. music, like, you know, all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, yeah. And, you know, Greg kind of helped orchestrate this, like, hit that was amazing. And um, Greg Thiel, I had on drums. He's a fantastic drummer. Um with so yeah. many yeah. people in town he's just fantastic yeah. you guys are hearing everything. the acoustic version but it, it, when it does drop you guys go to hear the right. studio version and the drum the rhythm section is just on killer point. killer yeah, rhythm on section it's on point greg thiel and ziggy just mm-hmm. killing it yep. and then uh, of course the co-writer and i russell somer um you know russell somer is doing all of the guitar parts so he's playing the acoustic part Two and two electric parts on this, and Mu- also some vo- background vocals. Much like you're doing with the vocals, though, because when I heard the track, because w- I, I was fortunate enough to hear the acoustic track and the studio track, and in the studio track, you're layering these vocals, sure, and you're doing different harmonies. So much like he's doing the guitars, he's la- he's doing his layers. I mean, it, it's fucking great. So we just had such a great time, um, and we were we recorded it. Uh, this place that is affiliated with Impact Music Group, and then uh, definitely uh, engineering 
doing all the mixing, doing all the mastering, and being a great, amazing human being, Dallin Beck, um, amazing engineer, mixer, masterer, just, you know, just make us, made us feel like a hundred bucks. He, and he made us sound like a hundred bucks too. Like he just, it was a, an amazing person. It was a joy to be with him in the studio. And we had such a great afternoon recording. It was like the time of our lives. And we really got to like dive into the parts. Where did you guys record it? Uh, there's a place right here in uh, South Nashville called Impact's impact music group yeah, yeah. and uh dallin beck is part of a, a group a music group called thrive music group and uh we did all of this under the great direction of dallin beck who's got a great um you know career with recording tons of great names and then yeah. also just being a, a wonderful human being he also did all the mastering on this wow. and it was one of those things that we kind of bounced ideas off of each other and he was just such an amazing human being and he you know he just guided me in such a great way um i obviously am not a mixer i'm not an engineer mm. i'm not those things I have this notion of what I want to hear and sure. he's willing to listen to sure. me, but then he has all of the, you know, the prowess and the experience and then, you know, the knowledge to get it done. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. It, go, go ahead. ahead. Tony. No, you started. First. No, I was going to, uh, because we're running long here. I wanted to just make sure we touch on everything that we need to touch on. Sure. Uh, do you, I'm a big fan of, uh, kind of letting the listener, take what they take from the song so i would like to know what the song is about i kind of already know but do you want to talk about what it's about or do you want to let, let the listener i'm okay with like alluding to it definitely um i really love some of the things like uh, sarah borealis does where um she has a song um that was written almost like a you know it's called love song but it was one of those things that was written kind of to sound like a relationship song but she was kind of you know protesting against the um record label like oh well you want they wanted her to write a love song and she you know was like okay well that's not what i'm feeling right now as a writer yeah. and she kind of was like okay well i'm gonna find a way to make it work and it was like a love song but it was kind of like well, a, write you a love song. exactly yeah, that's yeah. the one and so this is kind of like that and don't get me wrong i i think that labels do a lot of things for us and i think that you know um it always takes a village and if there's ever somebody willing ever even a moment to lift a finger to like help you and believe in you, you should always respect that. Mm -hmm. But definitely I feel like there's these types of music that might be being overlooked. You know, we get something that sells no, and we is. go back to the same well. No, there is and there will always be that. Sure. And we go to the same well until it's kind of dry. Um, and, and that's what kind of get a hold of yourself is about. It's like, hey don't ignore like the other music that's out there but then it can also be interpreted okay. as something that is relationship based but in my mind as an artist when it comes to writing songs these days i feel like you have to write songs that are more than relationships you know it's interesti interesting that you say that because when i heard the song you know it's funny the mass ear or the sheep or god that's me <laughs> but just people in general when you hear a song, it's always based on how we feel or our relationships. Love like it's easy, yes, mostly. It's easy to hear that song and say, you know, it's about a relationship. Right. But what I think 
now that you've given me that perspective, I'm like, okay, okay, shit. I see it in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that's cool that you say that. You know what I'm saying? Because now when I hear it, I'm like, okay, I so get that it. That was like the inspiration for it. me. But of course, the listener is like, welcome. Sure. Welcome to put their own meanings on it. Yeah. And I hope that they do. Uh, I want to impact people as an artist with yeah. my music. And there's nothing like seeing like your music. Do you so how did this songwriting somebody? process with you and Russell go? Do you do you do most of the lyrics and he just does music, or do you guys? No, actually, um, literally on the on this track, uh, Russell Sommer and I have equal um, music and lyric rights really? to this, and cool. we literally uh, we do it together, 100%. We'll throw the idea out. We'll throw the idea out, and it's kind of fun too because it might be like I might throw something completely ridiculous out, especially lyric wise, and he's like, "Oh no, that doesn't really say what we're saying." Yeah. And then equally the other way around, he wants to you know maybe throw in this very wild chord, and I'm like, mm, that doesn't kind of takes us away from the genre, sure. and like that kind of stuff happens. And but we always. Like we always come together, we always come together, and it's uh, it's been a really great experience. Um, I'm really excited to have the connection and excited to have that relationship with him, and I want to write lots more music. Now, yeah. as we're winding down, uh, I, there's a couple things I wanted to get to, and we'll go around the table and make sure we all get to see our. But one, of the last thing I wanted to ask was, uh, I got to see a little behind the scenes of this. The as an independent, and Chris knows about this because of his band and all the stuff he's been through. Like, he's Chris has been in the business for a while too, playing multiple bands, all that kind of stuff. Um, as an independent artist, releasing a single or an EP or uh, or whatever you're doing, like, how much work you ha goes into releasing something to make it look like you're a professional? And oh, I mean, you are professional, but to make it to be on par with the uh, what used to be record label production kind of stuff but now you're doing all that on your own you're you're putting together the artwork you're putting together your you're um looking up uh, you know your distributors and you're you're going to uh websites and you're doing all your social media you're you know you're not only are you doing the artistic side of it and conducting the band side of it and but then you're also doing all the the uh the business as well like it's all you so like even leading up to this like what 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 do we give us a little bit of behind the scenes what it, what it takes like so, so people understand because I want people sure. to understand what what it takes to sure uh, I think that it takes a lot of different hats um, I have had the pleasure of experience this experiencing this business long enough to learn a few tricks but really honestly the goal is never um, to always do it myself. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. getting there though. You're working on it. There is there is a yeah, shelf there's, there's, where yeah. there is a shelf where I cannot pretend that I'm an expert at something. However, um, I'm at a point in my career now. I want to make it count. So if I'm going to hire somebody to do something, they have to know how to do something I cannot do. I, I, I guess I the totally point I was... Dig. I totally get that. I guess, yeah, no, yeah. see, I, I understand that, uh, but but I guess the point I was trying to make was I want the listeners to understand how much the work... The process. How, how, much, how much work, okay. how much work, work goes <laughs> into... It's fucking goes into hard so work. So the process is you like, okay, so in a nutshell, I, I feel like quoting Austin Powers right now. This bloody <laughs> or if nutshell. you're a hero on a half show. 
wow, I love the turtles. You know how I love turtle power. Anyway, I really do. Anyway, um, but the the process, you know, go, you go from inspiration. By the way, finding you guys should do the couples Ninja Turtles. April O'Neil one of Ninja Turtles because he's Italian. Makes sense. Anyways. I don't have an idea already, though. Anyway, gotcha. okay. So I mean, the concept goes from concept, right? Inspiration to finding a great co-writer, especially in this tune, to uh, making sure the arrangement works, to getting a great performance and having fantastic musicians on it. And I really did have fantastic musicians on this. Uh, a wonderful engineer, sound m mixer, master, genius, everything, great experience, uh, to you know, getting the sound out of the track, then making sure that the copyright is done correctly. And then, you know, going from copyright to going to distribution, which is so much different than it used to be. It used to be you might want to get enough copies to, like, you know, sell out of your backpack during a tour that you, like, stuffed you and your bandmates into the van with. Sure, yeah. And you, like, slept on people's floors, you know, like people's, like, living room floors. And yeah. you might not even know them. You call your friends up in Atlanta and be like, bro. Like, listen, you got room for we don't have a hotel. And, and whatever <laughs> we made on the door did not cover nope. uh, Motel 6, okay? Can we, like, sleep on Can your we stay at your house floor? and we'll... Uh, never mind. I and we'll, we well. might, like, buy <laughs> pancake mix to make pancakes in the morning. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, anyway, um, you know, it's different. Now, you know... Uh, now I've bought distribution or like not bought distribution, but like um, DistroKid is really helping me to uh, distribute this tune and being able to put it on so many platforms where, you know, the world is like ready for it, you know, which is amazing and fantastic and kind of intimidating at the same time. I want people to love it. There's a bigger, wider audience. You have to have so many more likes, so many more streams, so sure. many more anything just to make, you know, a smaller profit. And then I have to make sure everybody gets paid on the opposite end. Uh, this kind of thing. So I am the music lawyer, the publisher, the licensure, the arranger, the, you know, accountant, and all of these hats, um, hoping to get to another level where somebody believes in me enough to invest in my music. And sure. then that can go to experts that kind of know it even better than sure. I do. Um, but I'm grateful to be in the spot that I'm in. The tune right now is available on a uh, Deezer and Tidal. Tidal, by the way, is fantastic. They have like HD, you know, high definition type sound streaming, yeah. nice. you know, so it's not already compressed so much. Okay. Um, I love Spotify and iTunes is not to say anything bad about anybody. Sure. And DistroKid is doing a great job of but distributing they, they the tune. To fit their format. To fit their format, yeah, sure. exactly. Where's these, these, like you're saying Deezer? Yeah. So so it just it just it like where do you give them? Hey, this is our fucking right. This is our master ship pumping it right. They right. Pump it, like, okay, so you. you're gonna eventually, you know, within seven days or around the Labor Day, um, holiday weekend. You know, holiday weekend, you'll be able to find this on Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, Deezer, Not Tidal. Amazon. Amazon. Sorry. Diesel and Tider Title is already out. Um, Napster, iHeartRadio. Is Napster still a thing? 
Uh, it is. Oh, it's an actually online streaming agency Damn. now. iHeartRadio, Clara Musica, uh, Savin, um, and, you know, a lot of other partners. And I definitely wanted to make sure that, you know, people can Shazam whenever they want to when they're sure. in the bar. So yeah, yeah. we made sure that that um, is going to be able to show up for <laughs> you, too. So uh, get your copy as soon as possible. I think that you're going to like it. I think it's pretty funky. It's a good time tune. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's kind of a big deal for me. I'm a kind of a brooding kind of rock artist, you know what I mean? So it's kind of a big deal for me to have, like, a little booty shaking tune. There you go. I like it. Chris, is there anything else you wanted to tell everybody about? Any other questions you wanted to ask Miss Faith Kelly? putting me on the spot all the fucking sudden. No, I just want to say I love your dress. It's the end of the show. I love your dress. We're going to make we're gonna make a point to uh, take a picture just so we can have yeah. a picture of this goddamn dress. Mm -hmm. Excuse my language. It's just going to be you, making me. that dress uh, Where 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 did you get this dress at? Man, I'll tell, tell you. Us, I got this at really got a resale store. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Dude, you get it for half the price. 90% of my clothes I've bought. From a Goodwill or a thrift store or something, you know what I'm saying? Like I love it, but it's a beautiful dress. Like it's very uh, almost like a dolly inspired in a way. I Thank like you it. much. Thank you much. Indeed. Cheers. So, Faith, is there anything else you wanted to say before we, that yeah, we, we find get to touch on, on Facebook? Yeah, give us all the. No, info man. All, all I'm saying is thanks so much to share your buzz for having me. Um, you guys are available at Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Check it out now. Well, what about yourself? If you want to find you on all your social, give us all the... All my social media, definitely Faith Kelly Music, Twitter and Instagram, faithkelly.com with an E-Y. Also, my artist page on Facebook. Yeah, she's on it. All right. And thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love you guys. We, we have a small following now that is growing very rapidly. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love going around town and having people tell me that they hear the show, especially at Mayday. Uh, people come up to me all the time. We, and we got some Mayday at Mayday. I love, and, uh, I love my Murphy's. They place. ask us about things we talked about, and I have no idea what they're talking about because I forget as soon as we stop the show. <laughs> but you know what's funny? <laughs> is I used to hate on Murphy's Bro because I live there in the traffic, you know, yeah. getting to and from Nashville. It's like, but now that I've spaced myself, it's like, dude, I kind of miss Murphy's Bro. Mm -hmm. And there's some good cats out there, and you know, in Mayday Brewery. I, I just gotta say, peace and love, faith. Yeah. It's been beautiful. Happy birthday to Michael guys. Jackson. Yes. Happy oh birthday. yeah. This will come. This this, this will come out a week yeah, after that. Okay. But so uh, <laughs> a week. Happy belated birthday to Michael Jackson. Yeah. For real. Jackson's ghost. Yeah. He's he's hanging around. He's still alive. He's R.I.P. Man. Tupac, one of your top two on the beach. They fake <laughs> it. But I tell you, he's not faking it. It's Faith Kelly. Guys, he would be my third for sure. Would he? Michael. I doubt that. Yeah. Oh, Michael. I thought you were talking about Tupac. I was like, girl. No, Michael Jackson. You know, I reconsider, not Aretha, but MJ, even oh though I love Aretha. Oh, Ooh, I know. He oh, bumped, they're having, bumped her. They're, doing, they're, they're having a ghost fight right now. And the conversation Ooh. continues on the porch. Too bad you guys can't hang out on the porch with us. We love y'all. No. Peace and love. Be careful. I hope you're not drinking and driving. If you are, you're an asshole, but I still love you. Ciao, ciao.